Hi, I'm Samantha of Goddess Awakening. I'm here to hold a safe space and share with you the true and authentic stories of how we got here. Empowering women, elevating for all. Okay, we are here. The first episode of Goddess Awakening. Very excited to start telling the story of how we got here, um, what it's becoming, and um, just tell you a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing. Um, So I'm going to start. I am Samantha. If you guys don't know, I am currently in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, I started my festival journey back in 2012. Um, That was the year that my roommates had some tickets to go to Bonnaroo. Um, They said, hey, do you want to go? Sure, let's do it. It's a, you know, five day camping festival in Tennessee. Um, I ended up going, my roommates actually didn't go. And then my friend Emily and I road trip from Oklahoma City to Tennessee, about 10 hour drive. And then we met up with some friends that became family there. Um, So Bonnaroo 2012 was a really important part of my life. And then that's why I definitely wanted to bring that up um, to get this started off. Um, I made tons of new friends. I made a family that has been a part of my life ever since. Um, And a lot more stories about them will come um, for sure in the future of this podcast. Um, So Radiohead was probably one of the most important shows of my life as far as live events go. And that was that year at Bonnaroo. One that I'll definitely never forget for many reasons. Uh, The production itself was amazing. The music was amazing. The people that I met that night were absolutely amazing. Um, So Bonnaroo definitely is where I began to really have a love for live music and the camping festival space and the community that you meet when you're out there. So we're going to fast forward to the lovely year that was 2020. So at the time I was working at Best Buy, I had been there for a little over seven years. Um, And of course, 2020 was the year that COVID just like changed the world. At the end of 2020, after lots of experiences that I had uh, working with the company and just the changes that they were managing um, with the way the world was changing, I finally decided that it was time that I exit the space. And from then on, I would only take jobs that brought me joy, that aligned with my end purpose and my goals. So now we're at the beginning of 2021. I believe the very first job that I actually got was working at a doggy daycare in Oklahoma City. Um, I definitely love animals and that's a part of my life that I know is super important to me. Um, I've worked with rescues and I've always had my own pets throughout life. And so I was like, let me just try working out with animals. And it was a lot of fun. Um, Loved meeting the pet parents, but especially all of the dogs that came in for daycare. So that was a really cool part of exploring, you know, what my passions are and what my purpose is. So I had a friend who was like, hey, my buddies in Arkansas are wanting to throw a music festival. You should go down and meet them and talk to them about helping plan the festival. 
Um, this friend, Brandon, knew that events and music is definitely a passion of mine. Um, planning things has always been a huge part of my life. So bringing the music world into the planning part just made sense. Um, so a few of us from Oklahoma were supposed to have gone down to Arkansas, little town called Hartman, Arkansas, about three hours from Oklahoma City. I was actually the only one from Oklahoma who showed up. So I met a bunch of strangers and they told me their vision and the space was amazing. Um, I actually brought my dog with me, um, Big Frida. She is a great Pyrenees. So she came with me out there, met the Arkansas fam. And from there, we started planning. Um, it was actually a birthday party EDM event that we were going to be throwing for one of the DJs. And they basically planned the production side of things, um, booked everyone. And I was along for the ride with, you know, any way that I could help and learn. So that festival happened um, in March and it was a great experience. I loved working with the people that I did. Um, and while I was out there, I started to look around at the people who were on the stage and there were only men who were performing. Um, and I'd never really even thought about how much more men are booked for events, especially in the music industry. Um, but that was the time that I looked around and I was one of the only women who was kind of behind the scenes putting the show on. Um, and then also there were no DJs that were women at all. And that's when it kind of hit me, like, why aren't there women being booked for these events? Um, that was kind of the beginning of when I started meeting uh, local and regional DJs. So I actually at the time only knew men who were DJs. Um, and then I started wondering why, where are the women? Um, cause obviously they're out there, um, but let's find them and let's get them booked and let's see them on the stages. So from there, um, I actually had toured a town in California to move across the country, um, with my at the time husband, he had a job offer and was like, Hey, do you want to move to Northern California? Uh, of course I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so I think it was actually the very next week after the festival in Arkansas spring base is when we moved ourselves and our seven animals across the country, uh, took about two full days of driving and we made it to a little town in California, just North of San Francisco. So from there, um, it was like, again, I'm only going to take jobs that, bring me joy. And I love to be around people. Um, I can find spaces where I can help plan events. Um, and I end up working at a beer garden and, and they had live music and that was a big part of their, uh, infrastructure. And at the time I really liked drinking beer. So it made sense. Um, being in California for me was one of the most amazing experiences. I was living about an hour from the coast so I could go to the ocean very easily. And then if I went north an hour or so, I would be within the giant redwood trees, which was definitely my favorite part of California. Um, if you've never seen them, make sure you do that. They're absolutely magical. Uh, I already love nature and trees, but the giant redwoods are just different. Make sure you 
take some time in your life to go see them, hug them, uh, spend time there. I spent many hours just walking around, meditating, uh, journaling for myself. Uh, and really just California was a time where I spent a lot of time by myself, which was different for me. And also I knew that I needed to grow in this way, but I wasn't sure exactly what it was for or why it was happening. Um, so now we are going to talk about Bonnaroo again. So again, Bonnaroo 2012 is the first time I went and I had been every single year since. Uh, 2020 is the year that they canceled altogether because again, COVID happened. Um, and then 2021, they actually moved the date from June to September. So September, I'm getting ready to go to another Bonnaroo, meet all my friends. Um, we're there with, you know, 30 people just getting ready, pre-gaming for the festival. And this is the night before we're supposed to go in and camp with about 80,000 other people at this giant music festival. And then we get the news from Bonnaroo Alerts that um, I believe it was actually due to a hurricane that year. Um, there was tons of like rain and flooding that pretty much just ripped apart the venue. They canceled the festival. So now we're in Tennessee. Uh, we've got about 100 friends that we usually camp with within my group. And then again, there's like 80,000 other people that are already in Tennessee have plans to be camping for the week at this festival and it gets canceled. So my group of uh, my group of friends and I are all in a group chat and someone says, you know, why don't we just go camping somewhere? Like let's still hang out. This is family time. Let's do something. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then of course we have people in our group who are DJs um, who have tons of production equipment, speakers, LEDs, I mean, anything you can imagine, we have it within the group. And we're all, you know, all the people that I have friends there are local. So I say, hey, why don't we check out the venue that they had used for another festival um, about 10 years ago now. And from there, they're on the phone with the owner of the venue. And it started off as, hey, let's go camping together. Hey, let's throw in 25 bucks each so we can get porter potties and we can bring music in. And then I believe actually it kind of expanded because the people who were sitting next to us while we were out um, grabbing some beers, they overheard us talking about it. And immediately the internet's like, what are we going to do? Where are we going? So all of these thousands of people are just making plans to like still hang out and have a good time. Um, and they overheard us talking about our plans with our group of about 100. And within probably the hour, people were like, well, can I bring a few friends? Hey, I have friends. I have DJs. We have vendors. Um, we have artists. We have equipment, whatever we need. Um, literally overnight, we set up um, ticketing so people could purchase tickets for the weekend. Um, and we very quickly sold out over 1,500 tickets officially uh, for the weekend festival that became Rue Refugees um, instead of Bonnaroo um, in 2021. And we had full music production on at least three stages that I remember. Um, and it was primarily about, I would say, 10 of us who were kind of running the show, um, making sure you know, artists were on the lineup, making sure we had all the things that people needed to have a safe 
uh, festival experience. I mean, we even had a medical team um, started off with friends that we knew and we had a full medical space. So we were keeping it like very legit, very safe, um, a lot of fun. We had tons of food vendors, art vendors. I mean, it was a whole festival. Um, So that whole weekend was very inspiring for me because I got to see how a festival is born from the ground up. And it was, of course, the perfect storm because we had so many people that needed a space to go. Um, But it was one of the magical, most magical weekends of my life. And I know a lot of people's lives were just really impacted that weekend because of the space that we all created. Um, and it was in that moment that I knew like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. Like I am meant to create spaces for people to have a good time. Um, and that's all I knew at the time. But I also knew that I had a lot of people surrounding me that would be along for the ride who also loved, you know, the music world. And I just felt like we had a team that was being born into whatever would, you know, it would grow into. So after that weekend, I actually had planned to stay in Tennessee for the entire month because I had two friends that were actually getting married in Tennessee. So I stayed at my friend Brian's house the whole month. And we just started talking about like, hey, what is this that we have created? Like, what is going to be next? Um, So from there is kind of where we started like turning it into what it would look like to be like a production company business, throwing events and being legitimate and not just playing around with it. Like, let's make this a real thing. Um, So from there, we started talking about the LLC, making it again official. um, And that's when I knew like, hey, I want to throw a festival and I want it to be focused around women. Um, because again, that was something that was lacking from the festivals that I had been a part of. And I wanted to bring light to all of these talented women that I hadn't even found yet. Um, so that's when Goddess Awakening, the name was spoken out loud. Um, and at first I wasn't sure if it was the right name, even though I personally felt really good about it. Um, the whole purpose was to empower women. Um, and also it's elevating for all. So I had a few men specifically tell me like, Hey, that's not a good name. Guys are not going to think that they're welcome to come to this space. And you're going to be losing, um, you know, part of your audience because of the name. So I definitely got some pushback at the beginning. Um, And I started to realize that the men that were supposed to be there would be there. And we were going to be creating a space that was safe for women. Um, So the focus wasn't to bring tons of men to the event. Of course, all are welcome who um, do support women and do support the message. But that wasn't my focus. My focus was women and making sure that they were heard and got the spotlight that they deserved. So yeah, from there, I went back home to California and I started planning um, a music festival. And the plan was to host in uh, March of the following year. And we were going to need to get artists and vendors and all the safety precautions. Basically anything you need to do to host a full four-day music festival. 
Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to leave it there for now. And on the next episode, I'm going to talk about um, what it's like to plan a whole festival and um, what the festival became and what it looked like that March of 2022. Thanks for listening to this episode of Goddess Awakening. Check out our link tree in the description for all our socials and upcoming events. This podcast is brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.